Hey everyone, welcome to Tara and Miranda, the podcast. We'll be here every week to explore topics around what it means to live more fully and not just more busy. We hope that you join us. We hope that you enjoy where we're taking you and we hope that you take this opportunity to connect with yourself, to connect with us and to just bring more of your awesome into the world. Are you ready, Tara? So ready, Miranda. Then let's dive in. Welcome, welcome, all of y'all out there in the world. We are glad you are here with us. Oh. (laughs) Today, what we have in store for you is a little similar to an episode we did a few weeks ago, where Tara was asking me all kinds of curious questions and sort of coaching me about my intention for the year. And we want to do something similar, only we're going to flip the roles today. And I'm going to be asking Tara some curious questions about where her head is at these days. And of course, as always, we want to make this as accessible and practical for you so that you can go out and do this with your friends and with your family, because it is such an amazing skill to have. So that's what we're going to do today. But as always, before we jump into all of the goodness, let's check in. Tara, how are you? I'm tired today, but generally hopeful and optimistic. <laughs> what about you? I'm feeling lots of indulgence in yummy things, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. I'm enjoying myself thoroughly, but I think my body's kind of had it. So like this morning I made myself a hot water with just lemon in it. <laughs> because I think I need to sort of like give my body a break give it a rest give it some things that it needs so it doesn't have to like scream at me (laughs) about how delicious all the things that I've been eating have been so it's yeah I'm a bit like I wouldn't say tired but just like like slow my legs feel like they're stuck in cement (laughs) What did I hear the other day? It was like, everything in moderation, even moderation. (laughs) (laughs) Don't have too much moderation. (laughs) It was like a clever meme or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But overall, really, really looking forward to this new year that we are in. Well, great. Let's have a lovely conversation. The first question I want to ask you, Tara, is... What has been on your mind recently? I'm feeling odd, mainly, mainly because I'm one of the only people right now that I feel really optimistic. I'm not around a lot of people who feel very optimistic these days, but everything right now is like it's, it's lost some momentum because... It's just slower this time of year, but in general, I feel really good about what's coming. I feel like I have been reflecting and taking those notes. Like 2020 was a year of huge learning for me, which lights me up. So yay learning. Mm -hmm. And now I'm feeling like, what do I do with all of it? What do I do with the happiness that I feel, the joy that I feel, the, you know, cause I could do so many things. 
it's like, where do I really want to put my energy? Cause it could be in 10 things. There's a, what I'm hearing. And when you're talking is there's like a, you were sort of surprised at the beginning or you were sort of like noticing how there's like a difference between you and so many people that you're interacting with. So it's a bit of like noticing that, that you're, you're a bit far away. And then there's also this pent up energy inside of you. It feels like momentum, but it's not moving. Is that accurate? A little bit. I mean, for the moms out here who have kids my age, there's this toy that my kids got for the holidays and it's called Beyblades. And it's just basically like a spinning top and they fight each other. Yeah. And that's what it's like. It's like, I'm spinning, like spin, (sighs) spin. But where do I put it? Where does it go? I'm not going anywhere, but I'm spinning. That's so interesting. What's that like? It's not abnormal Mm. for me because it's the before, right? It's the before. So there will be something that I put my energy into. It's just a matter of like being really committed to that thing. And then I can move forward. But right now it's just which one, which two, which three. (laughs) Yeah. Because I have a tendency to overload my calendar, which I was starting to notice when I was planning out the next little bit. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be really busy if I take all of this on. What do you want? What do I want? Like, what do you know about what you want this year? Hmm. More impact. I haven't gotten the word yet, but the essence of it is more impact. I have been very lucky at the end of the year to get a lot of great feedback about the impact that I'm having. And it's very positive, which is great because that's what I want to be doing. And I want more of that. And not from an ego place because it's not about ego. It's more about the things that I'm doing are impacting others. Mm-hmm. And I want people to feel like this. Like I want, not crazy spinning, but I want people to feel joy. And I want people to feel like no matter where you are, there's still slivers of hope. Mm-hmm. When work sucks, I mean, we work mainly within like a work context. So yeah. I want people to feel like the things that are within my control, I, I actually can have control over those things. And I can let go of the other things. And as you've been reflecting, because you keep mentioning, or you've mentioned, you've been doing a lot of reflecting and 2020 was about learning for you, but that it was also about learning that you, the part of that learning is I learned that I can have impact, that I have impact. Yeah. And I want more of it. And, and how, like, what were the observations that you got? Like, how do you know you had impact and what, impact do you want more of? So the most lovely piece of feedback that I received was from somebody that I don't even know. And it's this course that's free online that I take. We've mentioned Michael Bungay Stanier and he has this brilliant thing, which I would recommend anyone to do because it's free. It's a year of living brilliantly. And basically he just has videos every week and you go and you think about it for a week and then you come back and write something about it and there's a community and it's great. And somebody posted (laughs) under one of my things that said, 
I can't remember the exact words, but something like one of the things that I do every week is I come back and I look for Tara's comment because the stuff that she has is so insightful. And it just like, I want to cry about it. Cause it's like this per I don't know who this person is. I have no idea where they are. Yeah. And it was just me being my nerdy learning self mm-hmm. writing down my reflection and I've impacted somebody that much that they look for my comment every week. That is just me being me. There's nothing special about it. I'd actually say that was me being selfish because I was learning. <laughs> like it had nothing to do with anybody else. Um, but it impacted somebody because I show up, because I do that. And I hear that from a few people in our training. Like I get that feedback. Yeah. And it's just me being positive because I love what we do. Like I love what we do. And so that makes me excited that I could be impacting someone somewhere across the world who knows where they are just by being me. That's pretty powerful. Yeah. I'm noticing like, and I'm sure for our listeners, you guys can note it. You're noticing Tara's voice is like, She's talking quicker. She, the, the timbre of her voice, the pitch of her voice is going up. This is a very resonant, exciting topic for her. Are we um, going to have to edit that down? I, <laughs> not in this case. <laughs> not in this case, because that's really important. Yeah, it's clearly very, just I wanted to point this out for our listeners because it's something to keep in mind when you're having conversations like this with people is pay attention to their energy level as they're talking and call it out. Because they might not realize that they're in a place of excitement or optimism or resonance or whatever you want to call it. It's a really important thing to do to just be like, wow, you are really excited right now. Um, Yeah. yeah. Lovely thing that I got in my inbox. That is so cool. I love that. Strangers who have never actually spoken to you saying what you say, what you offer is valuable to me and I want more of it. So cool. And if you could see Tara, her eyes are like glistening. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, uh, people don't get it. People don't get enough of that. I matter. What's that? I matter. Like we all matter. I think just there's a lot of people hiding and I know, like, I don't want to turn it on other people because it's about me today, but um <laughs> I used to hide. I know what that's like, where you just don't think that anything that you have to say matters. And for people out there who have lofty dreams, for the people out there who are really trying to find their thing or whatever it is they're looking for, the thing that I had to let go of was that it's not everybody I have to impact. It can just be one person. Like, I hope to impact more people, but if it's just one, I'm good. So let me turn it around back on you. Yeah. Because like you said, this, is, this conversation is about you today. And I love neither of us can, <laughs> can, <laughs> can keep ourselves from talking about all the other people when we're being coached. But so let me turn it back on you. This word impact is so important to you. I can hear yeah. it every time you talk about it. And it can mean so many different things, right? Different words can mean different things to different people. And what you just said is so important. Even if I just impact one person, 
But you also said before, I want more, I want more, more, more. Help us, help the listeners, help us understand what is the more you're looking for? I think it's about the waves and the reverberations of, because Mm. I believe that if I can impact people, then they'll impact people and then they'll impact people and it keeps going. I think it was unique in this year that I actually got to hear the impact. I, I rarely get to hear, we don't every day get to hear. I think both of us luckily enough got to hear how we impacted people this year or last year, which was wonderful. I guess I would love curiosity around, I can have that. Like I can have a little bit of Tara. Like I can have a little bit of what she carries and then make people's lives better. And when I'm thinking about that specifically, I'm thinking about managers at work. Good leaders care about their people. It's not about you, it's about your people. And I think if that could go far, far, far into other people, I think like work would not suck and that would be great. I keep seeing, it's like your, your light shone a certain amount this year. Yeah. As much as it could, as much as you could have it shine. And I, that, that's the more I keep thinking about is like, you become more radiant, you become more brilliant, you become like your light is now going to shine even brighter. It's like you said, it's not about the ego, making sure that you're having an impact on people. All you have to do is just shine brighter, and your impact will expand. And I've noticed that I've put Tara into her head with that comment, because she's looking up and thinking about it. And I'm curious, what about that resonates and what about that doesn't resonate? I think I'm just connecting the power of being yourself. Mm. And as I was journaling last night, I can't make people like anything. So I used to lose a lot. Like I'd be very angry around like, what don't you get about how awesome this is or these two don't like each other so I'm gonna have to like manage for the fact that these two don't like each other like I'm very concerned about the whole and the the context of everyone and I'm learning to let that go because I can't control that but what I can control is showing up that's what I can control and as a worrier or like a recovering worrier, (laughs) (laughs) that's really powerful. It's really powerful because the energy that I used to waste on, and yes, it's waste. I used to waste energy on worrying about how I'm being perceived. Perception is important, but perceived from like, am I taking care of everybody? Am I, you know, I'm a Enneagram too. I could go on with all the personality things that I am that basically <laughs> comes to the fact that I'm a helper and I want people to be great and I want people to be okay, even at the expense of myself. Yeah. Um, and that's what I learned this year is like, nope, not at the expense of myself. Never at the expense of myself. And people have got to own their stuff and I can't own it for them. And so the thing that I can own is how I show up right now and I'm not going to show up perfectly every time. Perfect never. 
But I mean, I'm not going to show up and be the best light that I can. I'm not going to shine at the best, you know, all of that. I can't right. be brilliant all the time. But own those times, own all the times. And then what am I going to do next time so that I feel like how I feel right now? Joyful. Yeah, I was just going to ask, <laughs> how do you feel, feel joyful? Like I felt like I've had to temper my voice a lot this year because people aren't happy and, and like people are just in a space which is valid and I'm not trying to dismiss any of that. And that does not give anyone a license to put a damper on me. Yeah. I worked it out. I worked it out. This did not come, like I'm not just a naturally optimistic person. This is work. I have worked at feeling like this all the time or as much as I can. And I, I sit in the optimistic place more. Like if you'd asked me 20 years ago, no way. Nope. Work, therapy, coaching, friend talks, reflection, like books, all of it. It does, this is not an easy road mm -hmm. to get here. And I think I'm just in awe of how I, I stuck with it. I want to acknowledge something here um, that I've been noticing throughout this conversation, but particularly right now is your joy, like your shine, your light. There's like a weight to it. I don't know how else to describe it, but it's like, it's grounded. It's, it's not just up, 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 up here all the time. Like you're not, you're not excited. <laughs> you're optimistic and you're joyful and it's very grounded and it's, it's serious. <laughs> like for lack of a better word, because that feels like the antithesis of like all the other things you're talking about, but it's not, there's this paradox of the two things and it's come out of hard work and it's, it's not flaky or flighty or, any of those things. It's hard to talk about this without being very real because mm -hmm. the thing that people don't know, which we'll, you'll know in a second, mm -hmm. uh, my dad died this past year. Mm -hmm. And so that was hard, but the meaning I made from it has like catapulted me to, to here. So it's like, I could have sat there. I could have not worked it out. And trust me, I've worked this stuff out. It's not to say they don't have more to work out, but being able to reflect on how he has impacted my life and how I have more to do. Um, to share his light too, because a lot of who I am is because of him. So that's a big lesson for me. Thank you for sharing that very deep part of who you are. Yeah. And very tough thing that happened this year to you and your family and how that connects to who you are and who you're becoming. It's part of your story. It's part of your light. And your dad lives on in you. Yeah. And I just want to share this because it's why it makes sense. So when I was six years old, my parents who I would never do this with my kids, but my, my parents sent me to a sleepaway camp for a week. Yeah. Like I was just so excited and my mom was like, what are we doing? <laughs> and I, I got up on the bus and I was like super excited. And I was like waving like vigorously, like, bye. And my dad said to me, 
I think it was two years ago, I'd asked him, like, is there something that you remember about me as a kid that really sticks with you? And he's like, that time you went on the bus, we were like sending you to camp. And he was like, I knew, I knew you were going to be okay. He's like, I never worry about you. Because I knew you were going to be okay. So he's like, all the travels that you've taken, all the work that you've done. He's like, it doesn't surprise me because I always know you're going to be okay. I know a lot of people don't get that. They don't have people who see that in them. But I want, I always want people to know that I see that in them. Potential. Tara, you are going to be more than okay. (laughs) (laughs) I know that about you as well. I am not surprised that your dad would say that to you. Well, thank you again for sharing your piece of your heart today with me, not just me, but anyone who's going to be listening to this. It's powerful when you do that. It's really powerful when you do that. Powerful to share because it's, um, it's hard to have conversations like this without sharing all the things, how you get to it, how you get to the answers. Yeah. And hard, but satisfying. So just to end this off, what is something you want to take away from you know, the past 30 odd minutes of this conversation? I think I just wanna do more of the potential, seeing people past how they're showing up right now, especially now, because people aren't nice right now. If you've ever gone to the grocery store in the last <laughs> little bit, or the post office. Yeah. So (laughs) people aren't acting the way that I think they want to and Mm. all understanding, just lots of grace. Amazing. Thank you, Tara. No problem. (laughs) Your light shines bright, girl. One of the things that we want to make sure that we do every time we have a conversation like this in public (laughs) with other people is we want to make sure that we're highlighting things that would be useful or helpful for you in your own conversations. What did you do, Miranda, to get me to cry today? (laughs) I know. For me, that feels like um, I feel very, I don't know what to say about it. It doesn't sound mean, (laughs) but there's a part of me that's, Tara does not cry easily. So (laughs) there's a part of me that's like, I found it. I found something. <laughs> oh, maybe you've reached the pinnacle of your coaching. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. One of the things that I was doing, and I, I did it pretty um, transparently, I think, at times, which is just call out the way the other person is being, not just what they're saying. One of the things I was doing was mentioning Tara's tone of voice or the way her eyes looked. But you can do that even if you're just on the phone with somebody. You can, you can notice the energy level and how it shifts. Oh, one minute you were, you were excited and the next minute you got really down or you seem really down. And getting curious about the shifts in their energy and, and acknowledging it for them because they might not know what's going on. They're not necessarily, because they're the ones talking, they're not necessarily conscious of those things. So if you can pay attention and call those things out, really interesting things can happen 
because people will go, will be able to explain to you what's going on inside of them in a way that they might not have been able to explain it if you hadn't made them conscious of it. Yeah. And the key to that is basically just offering what you are seeing. So what Miranda did really well is she didn't add any meaning to it. She just said she was curious about it or she just said, Oh, and what I'm seeing is this. And there's no ad libs on top of that. It's just, this is what I'm seeing. Yeah. Or I'm curious about this word. Yeah. The less story you can make up, the more open the person is to offer their story, the truth, (laughs) basically, rather than your interpretation Mm -hmm. of what they're doing. So that was one thing. And then another thing that you can do, which is sort of the flip side of that, is relay what you're hearing. Relay the words they're saying. Because they might not even be conscious, even though they're saying the words, they might not be fully conscious of the specific words they've chosen. So if a word sticks out to you or a sentence or um, something that seems like even uh, uh, sort of out of left field, someone might bring up a topic or bring up something in the conversation that feels like, oh, I don't know how that connects to what we're talking about. I'm not sure. Ask them well, that's interesting. I don't really understand that. Or, wow, you used the word brilliant. <laughs> Let's, for example, you use the word brilliant. What, what does that mean for you? I did that for Tara actually in the conversation when she was using the word impact. I was like, yes. that can mean so many different things. And obviously to you, it's, it's very clear what impact means to you. And I want you to under, uh, explain to me, what does that mean? What is impact? And how would you know you have more of it? especially words that are somewhat overused. It's really important to get people's definition um, and don't make assumptions about what you think they're saying. That's our offer for you today. That is what we wanted to contribute into the world today is a little bit more of Tara, which we could all use a little bit more of, (laughs) and a little bit more of those skills that make our conversations so special. It's something you can actually put into practice. Go back, listen to the things we said, take notes, whatever you need to do to make your conversations that much more impactful and powerful as well. And that's a wrap on another episode of Tara and Miranda, the podcast. Did you love what you heard? Write a review where you listen to podcasts and share the love with a friend who needs to hear this. And if you have a question, want to know more about us and what we love, Or to sign up for updates, visit us at taramiranda.com. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Bye.